Good afternoon. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group, and my name is Ann Parsons. I am your facilitator, and today we are discussing Nancy Atherton's latest. And I really hate to say this, but I cannot remember its title. Um, but it is Nancy Atherton's latest, and I read it back in January. I found it wonderful. I like all of her stuff. And um, I will, as I usually do, say, did you like it? Did you not like it? Why or why not? Yeah, this is Alan. Uh, I believe the title's Aunt Dimity and the Widow's Curse. Uh, hopefully, that, that's what I read anyway, and that's what I'm going to talk about. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it. That's uh, that's the first one of these I've read. Uh, I, I did talk to my sister-in-law, and, and she's a huge fan. She's read she's read most of them, except for she hadn't read this one. I guess it's the latest one. But uh, my my only problem with it. I guess is uh, I, I, at the end. I, I, I guess I tend to, to to apply too much logic, and when you, when you do that, you, you end up you can logic right out of yourself, right out of a story. I guess, but I, I thought it was awfully weak. What uh, 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 Annabelle Craven's excuse was for for lying about murdering her husband? I, I thought that. That seemed a little like weak sauce to me at the end. I thought, R- really? She she really wanted to go to jail because she was out of money. But uh, uh, but but anyway, I, I I did enjoy the 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 book. I I, I liked the the Laurie character and I liked uh, uh, Bree. Yeah, I, yeah, I love anybody named after after cheese, I guess. But uh, and and also from from New Zealand. But uh, uh, and and I've forgotten Laurie's little girl's name. I thought she was cute too. So. Uh, I mean, it was it was an easy read, you know, forgettable but 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 entertaining. So I, I did enjoy it. Well, <clears throat> I've read all of the books, and I think this is probably the best one I've read. You know, if I I, I read it a year ago when it came out, and. You know, it looks more and more like this lady is a multiple murderer and all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden in one meeting, everything's turned around. And I think it has some other things because it points out what it's like to get old and the problems you run into. I can ease – well, I don't know that I'd want to go to prison – but I don't know that I'd want to go to a state-sponsored uh, retirement center because I've seen them, and I don't want to be in them if I can possibly help it. Uh, so I can understand why the woman might try to go to jail instead. Maybe the places in jail are better. Um but it was one, it was one of the best books I think Nancy Atherton has written. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I see your point on that. I, I guess my the problem I had with it was I, I just thought it sounded a little weak when when uh, her sister in law had offered her to move back to that to that that mansion basically, and uh, 
she would have opted to go to go to prison instead. I, I, I thought. I mean, granted, I know she said she was always reminded about her husband and stuff, and I, I can understand that. But, but man, I, 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 I just thought it seemed a little weak. Now, and I really did appreciate the way she explored how there can be different sides to the same story because that, that, that is human nature. She did an excellent job of bringing that out. And I really enjoyed the, the way, that, you know, two different groups of people could come up with a totally different viewpoint on, on whether this woman, you know, had killed these people or not. And, uh, uh, I, I very much enjoyed that the, the, the human nature aspects of that because uh, she she did a real good job with it. Yeah, well, you know, I enjoyed it too. Um, in fact, like I said, I think it's your best story, the most memorable one in the series. Uh, and by the way, the daughter, I think the daughter's name is Bess, B-E-S-S. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, it is It is Bess. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, and she comes into the, comes into other stories as well. I happen to love Nancy Atherton, and I have read... Most, most of her stuff and I got turned on to her oh gosh when her first book came out which uh, we did here uh, some years back I think called uh, Aunt Dimity's Death and I just enjoyed that so much and um, you know all the rest of them I've enjoyed and it was a good book I I enjoyed the story I thought the the um, the premise was logical um, because there are people who do commit crimes in order to go to jail because they are um, homeless and you know living on the streets and stuff and going to jail is uh, better physically better than um, than living on the streets. I mean, you're warm, you're fed, uh, you're safe, and, you know, I can, I can understand this. I mean, it, it makes a sort of a, a sort of a logical sense. Now, as far as going to a nursing home, uh, the state-run ones, at least in the United States, aren't too great, although they have been improving them over the past several years, mainly because um, we have more elders than we did you know, back when I was much younger, and um, the options for elders are so wide these days now if you have money this is the thing if you have money you can pay into one of these magnificent uh, elder communities where you have gourmet dining and you know a swimming pool and and billiard rooms and uh, you know bridge and all this stuff and and the thing is that the 
organizations that run these, usually they're church-based, not always, but usually, um, you can write yourself a ticket and no matter what happens to you after a certain uh, amount that you've paid, they will keep you. And, you know, many of them have a, uh, a, a scale of care options that run the gamut between independent living and full-time nursing care, you know, in a, in a nursing home. So, um, you know, as I say, if you have money, you can do that. If you don't, um, the, the choices are uh, a little less. Um, but I can understand that going to one of these places is not preferable. And, um, you know, it's a... It's a it's a reasonable topic of discussion. And so this is one of the reasons I like Atherton is because she takes a social topic and makes it part of her mystery. And um, But she doesn't make a big, huge noise about it. She just does it, and it, it just is, is part, of the, part of the scenery. And if you really think about what you're reading... You know, it, she's making a statement. So, anyway, that's that's why I like the book. So, and yes, it is the Antimity and the Widow's Curse. And uh, I I got a kick out of the two two groups of elderly ladies too. <laughs> that was that was fun watching watching them both work. Now, does she usually include like a, a recipe in her book, like in her books, like she did at the end of this one, or is that unusual? And my other question is, uh, I scanned all the different titles they have available on Bard because my sister-in-law started rattling off a bunch of names and stuff, and she really seemed to like the one called Aunt Dimity and the Duke. And it it's not up there. I don't think it's probably about John Wayne, but. Uh, uh, it wasn't one of the ones that was on Bard. I was wondering if either of y'all read that one and how did you like it? Well, I read Aunt Dimity and the Duke uh, because a friend of mine uh, recorded it for me on cassettes, and I still have them here. Huh. Aunt Dimity and the Duke isn't on Bard? That's interesting. Huh. It might be on Bookshare. I'm not sure about that, but it might be. Um, yes, that is quite an interesting story. It is the story of how uh, Lori's friend, oh, what is her name? Um, Hannah? Hannah. Uh, how Laura's, Lori's friend, Aunt, uh, Hannah, um, is brought uh, to the community and how she ends up um, staying there and Marrying the person that she falls in love with, etc., etc. Um, and wow, I mean, it's it's fun. It really is. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, and there's there's two wonderful kids in there, and and um, um, it's a it's a good read. It really is. Do any of the other titles? Uh in the series stand out in your mind as, as being particularly 
favorite to you? Well, I've always liked the first one, Antimity's Death and Antimity and the Duke. And let's see. What was it? This, uh, the um, Something about a dragon, I think, or a, uh, something like that. Um, the others kind of all blur together, but they're... Uh, um, each one has its own special thing. Uh, but those are the ones that stand out for me, um, as well as this last one. Uh, you know, so um, it's a good series. It's a darker series. And uh, I, I have enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you picked it because, like I said, I never, had, I never had read any of them and stuff, so... Uh, I'm definitely going to go back and get the, uh, or I've added the uh, the uh, Andemity's Death to, to my wish list, because I definitely want to read that one. I think it's the, uh, I believe it's the opening title in the series, it seems like. So uh, I, will, I will certainly give that one a read. Yeah, that is the opener. And if you read that, it explains all about Andemity and the, um, um, you know, the, the handwriting and the blue notebook and, and all that. Um, what do they call that? Automatic writing? I think that's what it's called. Um, something like that. Anyway, um, and I I love Aunt Timothy. I think she's great. <laughs> she just makes me smile, um, you know, because she's so sensible and, you know, and kind of calms Lori down and, and whatever, but... Uh, She's she's neat. I like her. I don't remember the title, but there's one where this I think they're professors or something and they've they had to move because their home which they bought on the seacoast was uh soon not going to be on the seacoast but in the sea. And they show up with this mind detector and you know, you get well all these people looking for mines are looking using the metal detector to find things in the village commons and uh, one guy finds the wedding ring he dropped and duplicated and handed to his wife handed the duplicate to his wife and causes some interesting issues there you know they're they're just all good comfort reads um, but I, you know, like I said, I think this one is the best so far. Good, thanks, thanks for that. I'll, I'll, I'll look for that one too. I mean, uh, because uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like you bring up some interesting situations. I have to admit. And there's one guy that has toy trains or model trains, like his. He's really quiet and shy and never talks to anybody. But when they get in this house, it's like his whole cottage has been turned into this model train layout. I'd forgotten that. I, yeah, I do remember that. And I remember um, Aunt Dimity Goes West. That was quite a quite a one. And, uh, oh, golly. I mean, there's like 25 of them or something. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of hard to keep them straight. But um, 
they're they're really great reads and they they are cozies and meant to be they're they're comfortable cozies which is great um i like cozies every once in a while now uh anything else on this book or um so what's next folks what's next I didn't think there were 25 of them, because I thought this was the last one in its book 11. But I may be screwed up somewhere. Well, you may be right. I, you know, there, well, there are several of them. I mean, I know there are several. Um, I think there may be like, well, 11 may be the number. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else's stuff. That could be. So... All right, so what's next? What do you guys recommend? Well, I haven't read any mysteries, so I can't say anything. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I, I just was going through some of the stuff I've already downloaded, and I downloaded that book by Harlan Coben called Don't Let Go. And I know he usually writes, uh, I guess this would be categorized as mysteries or thrillers or something like that. I saw it mentioned on DB Review. I have no idea if it's any good or not. You know, his stuff can go. Uh, I've read some stuff of his that I really liked, and some stuff of his that I didn't like so much. I don't think this is part of one of his series books. I think this is probably a standalone. But uh, uh, I did have that one in you know in my downloaded list, so I'll mention that. Well, I haven't read any mysteries lately, except for the the Aunt Dimity one. Um, uh, I well, I, what, what am I reading? Nothing that I'd recommend. Well, to I, I just finished the latest in the uh, Irish Country Doctor series. But that's not a mystery. So anyway, um, I think that sounds good. Uh, Harlan Coben, and oh, I'll have to check the spelling. And what's it called? Don't Let Go? Yeah, I think that's right. Let me let me look it up again. Hang on. Yeah, it's Don't Let Go, and it's... Book number. Come on. Eight nine four five three, eighty nine thousand four five three. So, uh, and I've got another one that I've put on my wish list, uh, or that I've previously downloaded. That somebody mentioned me. I think it may be one they're getting ready to make a movie out of. It's called Red Sparrow. I don't know if anybody's heard about that, and I don't even know if that's a mystery or not. But I think it might be. Maybe it's a spy thing or something. But uh, uh, it's by some by Matthews. I think it's his last name. Hang on. By Jason Matthews, Red Sparrow. So, oh, let me see. Let's see what it says about that. It's got a CIA, CIA operative in it. So, I don't. I don't know if that's if that's proper or not. But that's just another thing that I had listed. So. That's it. Well, great. Um, okay. Well, 
uh, which appeals. I, um, I'm not wild about psychological stuff, as as uh, poor Joni knows. Joni loves psychological mysteries. Um, I like spy stuff, um, and I don't think I've read anything by Harlan Coben. Um, I haven't read anything by this other guy either. So, um, well, I'm going to be contrary, and I'm going to vote for Red Sparrow. Uh, and uh, which are you voting for, Alan? I, I, I could care less. Uh, I was just reading the annotation for uh, Don't Let Go, and it had something to do with something that happened 15 years ago with a a couple of kids that were murdered and stuff. So uh, uh, I, I, either one's fine with me, and I really don't care. Like I said, I've already downloaded both of them, and uh, I, I love it when we can when we can read something for a book group that, that I kind of have marked to read for pleasure anyway. So uh, six six for one, half a dozen for the other. It makes no difference to me. Let Marshall break the tie. Well, I'm going to vote for Red Sparrow. Um. I'm tired of hearing about dead kids and stuff showing up. So Red Sparrow sounds like it might be a spy story, which may be a little better. As long as they don't, whoever's spying doesn't swing the election. <laughs> oh, Marshall. <laughs> you are so funny. Anyway, all right. Then Red Sparrow it is. Um, can you give us the information on that? Uh, Alan, what's the book number? Yeah, give me a second. I'm looking it up. I will say it is 16 hours and 59 minutes. So that may be one of the downsides. That's right at 17 hours. 77,102. 77,102 is the book number for Red Sparrow. Okay. Well, what the hey? You know, I mean, we we try to stay away from longer books, but who knows? Maybe this will be good. And if it is, you know, we can uh, go through the 16 hours and it'll take like three days or something. Because um, I find, at least with my schedule, that I end up reading, oh, between two and four hours a day. So, you know, depending on the day and whether I have students or not. Um, all righty. 77102. Okay. Wonderful. That's super. Now, let's see. What time is it? Oh, just 5.30. Okay. All right, you two. And Bob, if you're there, uh, hello, goodbye, whatever. Um, and we will look forward to seeing you on the 25th of March which is the anniversary of um, Frodo's coming to uh, 
<laughs> the the terrible mountain. Anyway, um, so March twenty fifth, and uh, with that, I will say good night and have a wonderful week, month. I enjoyed the discussion. Thanks, thank y'all for for your comments and stuff. And uh, I always enjoy these. And uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and enjoy your week. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Hey, Anne, the fantasy book club is Tuesday night, isn't it? For as I know, yep, it is. And I'm gonna. Um, oh, that's not fantasy; it's science fiction. Um, I have no idea what I'm gonna discuss, but. I'll I'll figure something out. <laughs> I mean, I read enough fantasy. It's just that I haven't read anything, uh, you know, that's worth remarking on in the past couple of months. But I'll I'll drag out something. Um, I'm looking forward to the the science fiction group, um, and. Uh, because I know they they want to discuss the demis, and uh, that kind of excites me. And uh, <laughs> but I want to discuss Nixia. I I have read Nixia, and I really like that book. And I wish there were sequels. Uh, I'm sure he's thinking of writing a sequel, but he hasn't done it yet. At least I don't see it on Bookshare or Bard. And I, it's like, would you get? going here yeah that's the problem with things they start sequels and then somebody only puts like book one in uh, and I, I really wish Bard would start I wish what I wish would happen is Congress would allow Bard to just without a lot of fancy dancing and copyright and all this other stuff, take Audible books and import them directly. Because there have been some books that I would really like to read on Audible, but I don't have that big of a book budget. Um, there was one oh, I saw this weekend, and it starts out with this girl in her apartment looking for a job on the web, and all of a sudden, somebody lasers into her apartment from one side. Somebody breaks in through the door from the other side. They turn out to be the either the same guy or two people that are dressed alike. And it's like, well, why did you come through the door when you could come through the wall? And it just sounds hilarious. So I may put that on my to-be-read list. But Bard never gets to these you know, they don't do very many science fiction anyway, and they never seem to get to these ones until almost forever. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I think you're right. And I have to think about um, fantasy books in the next two days that I've read over my lifetime, um, which is great because you can bring up any fantasy book you've read over your lifetime. You know, you don't have to discuss... Um, you know, whatever you've read in the past month. Because uh, I, I was reading other stuff, and I, um, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't get to, um, 
read any fantasy. I was, in fact, I was rereading Andre Norton because I was just feeling like in a Andre Norton mood. So I was doing that. So whatever I come up with, <laughs> I don't know what, but well, we'll see. Yes, and the fantasy group is Tuesday. So if you want to send out a reminder, that would be cool. So uh, with that, I'm going to finish my email. And hopefully there won't be another explosion on Blind X. I'd like to take some of these people. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Good night. Night, Anne. See you Tuesday, I guess. Bye-bye.